What's up? What's up, guys? How are you? Hope you guys had a chance to watch the new 90 Day Fiance the other way episode. It was good. All right, we're gonna wait on Kara. AJ, hey, Kara. Oh, Kara's here. And we're waiting on Dee Dee. Here, Joanne's here. Gang's all here. Let me accept you guys in. Hi. 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 Hello. Hi. How are you guys? How is everybody? Doing good. Good. How are you doing? Good. Good. It was really bad weather, so hopefully my connection is going to stay decent. It was like a really bad storm, so we're going to see how that goes. But my, my TV and cable and internet is all good, so I don't okay. know. I don't know what's going on, but like, it was like flooded and everything was crazy. So, no, that's terrible. It's it's, it's normal here apparently. So, <laughs> I'm getting used to. You're in so hurricane season, George. So <laughs> not till tomorrow, I thought. I didn't want no early arrival. Wait, there's not till tomorrow. There's a date for hurricane season. Yeah, it's in it usually starts the um, July first up until the last of um, November. Really? Yeah. Well, I live where there's no hurricanes or tornadoes or anything like that. Well, hopefully there's none here either. So. No, I'm cold. So season five, episode four. Um, I want to talk about Holly and Wayne first. Because we watched them go shopping for clothing. And I don't know, so I had some like questions and I had some like things I wanted to comment on because I grew up on um, Seven Day Adventist and she's Jehovah Witness. And we usually um, compared the two religions because they're very similar. They're not the same. First of all, I want to make sure everyone knows I'm not saying they're the same, but a lot of their beliefs are similar. So it was weird to me that she dresses okay so it's gonna come out wrong she dresses the way that she does but she's a jehovah witness yeah like it came across as really odd to me because when i went to church anything that the girls or women wore in our church if it didn't look like it was straight out of the amish community like you couldn't wear it like you couldn't wear pants if you were a woman you can wear jeans you most definitely couldn't wear shorts yeah um it had to be you know I called it Amish looking. Hey, Angela, I'm excited to see you on couples um, retreat. So I, am. I can't wait. For that. So I was just surprised at how, and I know she said that they both weren't really practicing, like they weren't going to church every week or whatever, but it was just really interesting because Wayne has a really strong like belief of what a woman should be wearing. And it, it kind of always brings me back to I hate when men tell women what they should be doing or wearing or doing with their body. I feel like we, we've grown past that, but I know other countries are not where we are. But I just yeah. feel like, religion aside, he said that safety is an issue. Hey, Portuguese princess. Hey, Judy. So he said that it's safety, and he thinks that people would approach her if they thought that she was a, a prostitute. I want to say the word hooker, because when I, when I yeah. heard that, it brought me back to Natalie. And Natalie was like, I have a name. It's not Hooker. And I was like, oh, my God, we're back into this Hooker territory. But how do you guys feel about him 
telling her that it's a safety issue? Do you think, because he, he made it clear in the confessional, he's just not comfortable with the way that she dressed. He doesn't want her to be on display as a piece of meat. So I don't think it's fully about safety. I think it's more so, you know, that's my woman and I want her to dress appropriately so other people don't feel like she's available. That's kind of how I feel like where he was coming from. I feel like he went, he approached it okay. I mean, there there have been guys on here that just approach it completely wrong. Maybe using the term prostitute wasn't okay, but I don't feel like he was saying, you can't wear this. You can't, what, what, you can't. He, what, what about him rejecting clothes at the fitting room, though? That is kind that of was like saying, right? Like, I yeah, but they were, were like, they were like almost, um, the, her butt cheeks. They're at her butt cheeks. I mean, yeah, I, I get it. I mean, I, I get it. You know, he wants her to be safe, but then again, it's like almost as if he's using that to be able to control what she wears. Yeah. But I mean, let's face it. She goes in, they're there to get longer clothing, less revealing. And she goes in the dressing room and comes out in a black dress shorter than the one she was wearing to begin with. Yeah. I did notice that. I did. I feel like this is going to be just the area of the, where they're going to clash because in Holly's mind, the way that she dressed, the way she wears her hair is an expression of who she is. And to Wayne, the way that she dresses and the things that she does an express, is an expression of her love for him, right? I feel like that's where he sees it. It's like, well, if you love me and you are committed to me and you want to be married to me, you wouldn't dress this way. And I feel like in her mind, she dresses the way that she dresses because this is who she is. And always, yeah. oh she says he doesn't want her titties um, on display in a but, different country. I get it. I totally but get I that. I agree with that statement because, I mean, I get that he says it's a safety issue and all of that. But when she came out in the one dress that he approved of because it was longer, yeah. she had more titties on display than I've ever seen. Like, right. she next level. So, so yeah. So is it like just a level of his comfort? Of, of how, Yeah, because I don't know. Because it was more so like, well, it's it's longer, so you can't see her butt cheeks. Yeah. But you could. You could see her cleavage. It was all out. And it's like, maybe it's his level of comfort. Like, I would feel comfortable with her going out wearing that. I think it's more so like if he has guy friends and his guy friends saw what she was wearing, they might say something to him. Yeah. Like, whoa, you know she's hot or I like the way your wife looks or your wife has a nice rat. Now, I feel like those are compliments that he doesn't want to get for yes. his wife. And I, I get that. Like as a guy, it's, it's hard to deny that we're very territorial when it comes mm -hmm. to the person that we're with. We're very, we take ownership. And I know that that's a negative trait, you know, because, Hey Kim, Hey bestie. I know that it's unfair to, tell somebody what to do and want to control someone. But as a man, it's kind of in your nature to be territorial. Like you want yeah. only that person for you. You only want people to look at that person if you approve of what they're wearing or what they're doing or what. So I feel like I understand where she's coming from, but I don't see how it's going to fly because this is just who she is. Like she wears her hair down to her ankles. You know, yeah. like she has very distinctive things about her that she takes pride in in the way that she dresses because even she said it, she's like all of my dresses are this length all of my clothes look like this like how are, how is she going to change literally everything about her because this is who she is yeah but she only wears dresses also well, yeah, yeah, but, I think yeah but also she needs to take in consideration that she's no longer 
in her hometown. Yeah. I mean, you go to you go to another country. I mean, you gotta somewhat dress what is appropriate over there. You know, not completely change your look, but be respectful. Yeah. For Walking sure. around showing your butt cheeks and your yuha, you know, hanging out your dress and your boobies about to fall out. I mean, come on, that's not respectful. I, I I agree with that. And the the fact that there's a lot of crime in the area, like break-ins, it means that there's people running rampant in the streets kind of doing whatever they want. So I definitely think, yeah, I'm going to text you when I'm done, Bestie. I definitely think that safety does tie into that because there will be times where Wayne will be out working, he's a plumber, and, and Holly will just be out roaming yeah. Johannesburg, right? Like she's just going to be out shopping, getting food, getting coffee, whatever she wants to do. And there will be times where men might see her. And I see it all the time, even where I live now. Men make comments about women based on how they're dressed. And it's unwanted, unsolicited comments. They definitely aren't looking to interact with anyone. But based on how that woman is dressed, that guy has, in his mind, he thinks he has permission to catcall her yeah. or to ask her for her number or to say she's sexy. And so I kind of understand where he's coming from a little bit because there will be times where they won't be together. He won't be there to stand up for her because I definitely feel like he would defend her if he was there, but there will be times where he's not gonna be there to defend her. Yeah, definitely. She's gonna be respectful and she's gotta be mindful, but I think he's using that to be able to control her a little bit as well. I, I agree. I feel that way because I love to say this about people. It's like when you met her, you knew that that was the way that she dressed. And that's kind of what attracted you to her. Because a lot of times people are like, oh, well, I want you to change this. So I was like, but in actuality, that is what initially attracted you to that person. So the fact that you want them to change what caught your attention, that always bothers me. Because I was like, if they didn't dress that way, she might not have caught your attention to the, um, the, the amount of you pursuing her. So it's like what attracted you to her bothers you in the end. Right. And I hate that because it's like, how dare you fall in love with someone, find them beautiful, love the way that they look and dress. And that was enough for you to show interest. But then once you have that person and they're yours, then you want to take that away from them. I hate that. It's like, don't change people, especially traits that you originally liked. It's like, as time went on, you just decided you didn't want them to look that way anymore. That's not fair. Yeah, it's not fair. No, different, not. Different countries have different views on things with their bodies and clothing. Wouldn't her mom be happy to cover up considering she's religious? Okay, so Portuguese princess, that's a good point. Because her mom was there. Yeah. And they, her mom is very religious. She's actually there because she's a chaperone, because they aren't supposed to do anything sexual before they get married. She's literally there to make sure that doesn't happen. So that's a good point. The mom was there, and she didn't really have much to say objectively about what her daughter was wearing. So how do we feel about that? Yeah, and the mom even said when he said, I don't like this dress, she says, I picked that one. Or <clears throat> right. Holly picked that one. Whatever. It was. I was pretty shocked by that. Well, it's interesting to me because her mom is even more religious than she is. Her mom is still very active yeah. in the church. And I know Holly and Wayne aren't as active as they should be, 
um, in their religion, but the mom is definitely still going to church. She's still practicing. So the fact that she didn't have anything to say, like she wasn't on Wayne's side, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Like she wouldn't back up Wayne. She was still backing up Holly, which was just odd to me because I was raised in the church and I know the girls were just told they couldn't do anything. They couldn't wear anything. They couldn't wear pants. They couldn't wear shorts. They could anything that would have put them on display or show that they were beautiful in any way. It was just forbidden. Yeah. Like that's just literally how the rules were. It was unfair though, because as a boy, I could wear shorts, I could wear jeans, I could wear t-shirts, I could wear a wife beater. They, we could go outside and play basketball without a shirt on. Nothing yeah. affected us. But for the women and the girls in our church, it affected them deeply. It literally changed how they could present themselves to the world. Yeah. It's crazy. crazy. But yeah. <laughs> so it happened. We knew that it was going to happen, but it happened tonight. Danielle and Johan are back. And not saying that we were looking forward to it, but we did get a little information on the meat shop, the butcher shop, because I know we've been wondering about this since we saw the kind of grand opening of it and the meat was just kind of there. There was no like coolers. There was no like sneeze guards. There was just flies everywhere. And we were just like, this looks like a salmonella outbreak. You know, yeah, like, we were really worried. I was looking for for weight loss, that parasite I wanted to get. I found where I could get it. <laughs> Wait, you found where you can buy a parasite? No, Johan's Meat Shop. I could have got a parasite. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You just go get a steak or a ribeye and boom, you got a parasite right then and there. It's like buy one, get one free. Buy the steak, get the parasite for free, right? Exactly. I felt like that was that was the selling point. So the story is the landlord needed the space back and Johan never signed a lease. I don't believe that for like 5.5 seconds. I know the fact is he didn't make any money because he was selling meat that was no good, yeah. right? Like that's definitely what happened. For sure. Either that or is he got tired of listening to Danielle um, bitch about it all the time. Yeah, that too. Because all the money from everything has to come from her pocket. That was her complaint tonight. She was like, everything that we do has to come from me. And oh, Johan isn't working. And he hasn't been working always since. Complaint. That is always her complaint. It's yeah. always funny. <clears throat> Which I kind of get because I feel like Johan looks at Danielle as a sugar mama. That's the Johan only, like her. in my. <clears throat> he married her. Now it's their money. That was her job. Yeah, mistake. yeah, exactly. It's, it's their money. And I think that the relationship was one of those swank pank relationships, right? Where he was in the hotel and he met with what he thought perceived to be a wealthy American woman. Boy, was he wrong. And he fell in love with her, you know, swept her off her feet. And he was under the impression that he was going to be set for life because she did tell us shortly after they met, he stopped working at the hotel. Yeah. And then every time that she was in town, she was buying stuff. She was buying stuff for his family. She was feeding them. She was throwing parties. Everything was her. So when she acts brand new and is like, well, why am I having to pay for everything? I'm like, you are the sugar mom in this yep. relationship. Everybody can see that. The fact that you can't see that is very confusing to me. You're yeah. with a guy who I don't want to say like is out of her league or whatever, because that's not the case. She's a very beautiful woman, but he definitely was looking for a woman to take care of him, right? Her personality makes her so not beautiful. He is so far out of her league. 
but her personality makes her just i i can't even i can't even yeah i, mean, I, don't, I don't even i don't even like to listen to her talk i mean i just <laughs> here comes the punch in the face stuff i mean it's just every time i hear her talk i just want to punch her in the face like was, shut up like i mean what did she I mean, like, what did she expect? She went over there. She was throwing all this money around. She was painting a picture that was not even nowhere near greener on the other side. Thank you. So, I mean, what did she expect? Yeah. Now, let's not forget that Johan wanted to come to the United States and work. That yep. was what she originally promised him. Yep. Then she changed her mind because there was an issue with her bankruptcy and she didn't need to stay in the U.S. because it would have been, well, if she would have kept working here, they would have just taken her money because she would have gotten a judgment lien against her. It wouldn't have been her money. So in order for her to continue to make money, she that plan changed. But he did want to come to the U.S. and work. So I feel like when he found out that that wasn't going to happen, he's like, well, I'm not working now. Like, yeah. I feel like since you lied to me, you dangled over my head that I was going to be able to work and make a good living and help my family. Now it's going to be your responsibility to take care of me. I feel like that's exactly where he is. And I think that the fact that he's staying home and, and letting her do that, that's kind of what the plan was going to be. And the fact that she thinks that they were going to move to his country where he makes literally pennies on the dollar and he was going to work and take care of her makes no sense to me. Like, literally no sense to me. If he could live in a $3,000 apartment, because remember last season, she was looking at an apartment that was about $3,000 a month, which wasn't even nice. It didn't even have a walk-in closet. Yeah. But she was under the impression that he was going to move into that and pay half of it. And I was like, right. he's been living with his family. He's well into his 20s, okay, mid-late 20s. He's living with his family with, like, 13 people. Do you think if this man could afford $3,000 a month, he would be living with, like, 20 people, in a tiny ass house like yeah. where was her brain what yeah. was she thinking well it's gonna be even, even worse her freaking dollar store clippings and, and <laughs> i can't yeah her. them them i don't know what the heck she got going on with that hair but she, um it's the best <laughs> top ramen i have ever i seen. heard that it's miona's ponytails that's what they were saying on twitter yeah isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. It's Miona's ponytails. Miona, but Miona's stuff is really nice. I feel like whatever the hell Danielle had on tonight was not Miona's. She, oh, it's not. Making, she ain't making, if that's Miona's stuff, she ain't making Miona's stuff look good. No. She's making it look bad. Miona has I can't prove, I just want to say, I can't prove that it is. That's just what people said on Twitter. I don't know if that's true. It right. is. They did a live together and all that stuff, and she was promoting Miona, and all of that stuff and it was great but miana does a lot of hair things on instagram mm -hmm. and her hair is really nice she has all yeah. the nice stuff whatever the hell danielle was wearing tonight was like top ramen gone bad <laughs> it was horrible <laughs> i just can't but my okay my question is how is it that she's got out of paying bankrupt just because she moved to the D Dominican Republic. Whether you in the United States or in another country, you still have to pay your bankrupt. How are you going to bank bankrupt on a bankrupt? Well, yeah, I don't know. What I was under the impression is when you get a lien against you, they go to the county where you live and they file a, a, a motion to attach your job. And then your job will then deduct part of the lien out of your check. So so what you're saying that, is she she didn't pay her a bankrupt. She ain't correct. paid nothing. Yeah. 
Correct. Oh, Lord. Because I don't think that they can go to the Dominican Republic and file in that county for an American lien to take from her paycheck. I'm pretty sure it doesn't work that way because yeah. it's so if she was to come back here and to get a job and they would give her like a W-2 form, they would be able to attach that job to the lien against her. But since she's not here, I don't believe that you can do that. So, I mean, if she ever does come back here, that lien will be waiting for her. It doesn't go away. Right. But as long as she's making money in another country, they can't take it from her. Lord and mercy. Yeah, it, that, it's it's messy. It's really messy, right? So she, she's not this honest um, person that she's trying to make people think she is. She's a she's a crook. She's a crook and she's a liar. Yeah. Well, she exactly. said that she's had over five businesses in her lifetime. And I was just wondering, like, How? she didn't say, I don't know, because she didn't say, like, there's five of them now. She said had. Had means that they're no longer in. Okay, in well, she, she's, okay, she's had five different businesses, and she's talking about Johan don't know how to run a business. Johan has only opened one business, and the only reason why he supposedly lost it was because the rent man wanted it back for an office space. Yeah. yeah. But she, she knows how to run a business, but she doesn't have either one of them. Other well, than supposedly. an online yoga thing. Yeah, she's yeah. supposedly doing three things, she said in her car. Like, I mean, how much money can she be making, really, doing these I, online yoga classes and stuff? That's I don't a know. good question. Question. I was wondering that too. Like, how much are people paying? Like, you think you pay per session? Do you pay like per week? Like, I was wondering yeah. that because yoga. Can't you just go like to your local gym and yeah. take a yoga class? Yeah, I thought so. It's not like something. <laughs> Do it at your house. <laughs> I mean, yes. it's all you're doing is stretching, yes. pretty much. You know. And the other thing she said that got me is when she was talking to the friend. She said that Johan wants a gym because he mentioned that. He yeah. wants his own gym and all that. And then she thinks they could be business partners and then they can work together. You already, you're already together 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You're already holding everything over his head. I'm sure the last damn thing he wants is you and his freaking gym. When he wants a gym, he didn't mean I want us to have a gym. He meant I want my gym. See, when I was watching them interact tonight, I felt like we were watching two people who can't stand each other pretend to like each other because they wanted that TLC check. Yep. Did y'all get that vibe? Like yes. how fake she was when she walked in and she's like, hi, sweetie. And I was just yeah. like, this is so fake because we know how they interacted with each other at that tell-all yep. for the last show. So I was like, this is so fake. This is like, they got to get through the however many episodes is in their contract. And you know that they can't stand each other. And the yeah. fact that they're pretending, I was just like, this is like the fakest thing. And before this, before this season came out, she was on Instagram every day bashing him. Yeah, I, every I saw. I saw. Yeah. And then saying how she was, he was saying that the only reason why he was saying on the tell-all that he wanted a divorce is because he wanted her to feel embarrassed like he was embarrassed with her bringing her her ex in the picture yeah. but we all know that he hates her oh, yeah. and they're together and after she was talking about how he abused her physically cheated on her and all this other stuff 
and then they're going to come on uh, the show and act like everything is fine. Come on. They not fooling me. Like I they know. Don't know they ain't fooling I, me. I know that the show is a nice amount of money and Johan and Danielle see dollar signs. Yep. And if they have to tolerate each other, this is kind of like how we're going to be watching Kalani and Asuelo on this last resort. We know what's going on with them, yep. but we know the check for that show, it, it, it got their attention. Because I was like, yo, y'all can't sit here and tell me that y'all are going to work it yeah. out because I know you're not. Like, you're not going to sit here and tell me that, but you're going to play like you are long enough to get that check. That's what we're watching. I could right, so on they're on last resort, so if we see them on anything else after this, after they break up in real life again, like they don't have the chance to go on another show. We already we, we're done with them. Done. I still have a question. Why in the hell is Ed and Leah's on there? Like yeah. why? I agree. Oh, so off topic, I did see something yesterday that said that they were broken up. So I saw like it was text messages, like screenshots of text messages, and he said Ed said he was single. So maybe they really broke up on the show. No. I don't know. I don't follow either oh, one of them because they they irk me. So I don't I don't follow either one. Date the same country. There's nothing before the ninety days about them. Oh so. well, yeah, they were never supposed to be on happily. I think they're on happily ever after, right? Yeah, never. And they weren't even married. No. Nope. So I don't know. I, I, from a different country. I mean, they both American, so why? Yep. <laughs> I mean, just saying. Yep. All right, so yep. I want to talk about Armando's mom, right? So I'm going to get up some flack for this because this is kind of how I felt earlier, so I'm just going to say it. So is it me or are we seeing a lot of, like, moms being a little toxic? Yeah. Like, I think we saw a little bit of it with um, Julio's mom and then Armando's mom. I feel like... Why are moms not, like, supportive of their sons anymore? And, like, what their sons want and them being happy. Like, I know that as a mom, I'm not a mom, but I was a mama's boy. So I know that it's hard to watch your children, you know, make stupid decisions or make mistakes. I get that. But when they're, like, 30, like, Armando's 34 years old, right? He moved um, to be with Kenny one time. Now Kenny is trying to convince him to move. Apparently it's a four-day drive. Yeah, that's from where his mom lives, which is insane. I totally understand that. But I don't like the way his mom laid on the guilt trip. And she's just like, oh, well, you're going to make me suffer. You're going to put me through all this pain. I just don't like it. I feel like, where's the support? When did families become so non-supportive of each other? Yeah. I think I've really seen it firsthand watching this franchise. Families really go out of their way to not support each other and to go against what people are doing. And, oh wait, Edith says it's Hispanic culture. So Armando did say that in his culture, his life, he's supposed to always live to please his mom and his family. And at what point are you just grown and you should just be able to make yourself happy? Like, is that all Hispanic culture? Is that just certain parts of, wait, is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, the the children are supposed to do everything to please the parents at all times. No matter how age. old you are? No matter how old you are. Even when they have kids of their own? Yep. Wow. I don't I don't like that. I and feel then like they raise their kids to to make the the grandparents happy. Yeah. Crazy. So your happiness is secondary to your parents. Pretty much. Like forever. Pretty much. Pretty much. See, uh, 
I, I hate that. I, yeah. I feel like at some point you just have to support your children because you love them. Like yeah. if your child comes home with a tattoo, you're going to be pissed off and then you're going to just say, well, at least you can cover it with the sleeve. You know, you're, <laughs> at, at some point you just have to accept that they're going to make their own decisions. And if it made them happy, that should make you happy. You yeah. know, like I hate the way the parents make especially the sons but i guess it goes both ways like they make them feel guilty or bad for making a decision that would make them happy yeah and i just i don't like this level of of non-supportive parenting that we're just and i guess i didn't realize it was a cultural thing i didn't oh even in portuguese culture as well so yeah it's it's definitely saturated in the community i just i feel like armando was like i there was a time in my life when i was coming out and he was like I didn't have the support of my family. They didn't make me feel accepted and loved. And that's why I left the first time I went to where my support was. And I felt like family does that a lot. Family will want you around, but not support you. And then when you decide to move on and do better things for yourself, they'll be upset and, yeah. and be disappointed in you. And I'm like, but when I was trying to get the support from you, I didn't get it. So when I had to go out and get the support from somewhere else, now you're offended by my actions. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's just, it rubbed me the wrong way. And I was just like, if Armando, but I also Armando doesn't even want to move to Mexico City. So I think we're getting a little past the point. He doesn't even want to do it. But I feel like the fact that even if it was on the table, his mom should have said, hey, that's really far. I'm going to miss you. But if that's what makes you happy, I would love for you to be happy. That's what I wanted to see. Yeah. But I, I was happy for him. I mean, it broke my heart when he started crying, but he finally got to tell her all of his feelings. And I feel like mm -hmm. that was the first time he's ever been able to say all of that. So I was like, you, you tell her that was good. Yeah. Because I mean, whenever he first come on 90 day fiance and he was telling his story, his mom and dad did not show him any kind of support, especially no. his dad. I mean, his dad just pretty much turned his back on him. You know? They didn't even know and if his dad was going to show up to the wedding until the day. Exactly. Of the that is the level exactly. of support. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm glad he I'm glad he finally got a backbone and stood up to her because she wanted to try, um, try to play the victim tonight. Yeah. You know, how are you how are you going to do that? I mean, you jumped on an airplane to drive, um to fly over there. Why you can't do it again if you want to visit a different time? Yeah. Yeah. I think that she wanted him to live with them forever. Cause I know when he met Kenny, they were all living in the same property. Yeah. And I feel like she wanted him to stay there forever. But again, this is probably his culture where do, do they stay with their parents forever, like together? Or is that just something he was doing in his culture? They, they try now in Mexico, I can't talk about other, you know, um, countries, but in Mexico, they usually all still live together or they buy a big piece of land and they, they live on the same land. Oh. They live while, you know, walking distance from each other. Wow. Even the Hispanics that I know here, they always, they try to keep the family as close as possible. Mm. Wow. So moving forward, a four day drive away is un unheard of in their culture. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's a little bit too far yeah. for them. For me, that's a skip and a hop. Yeah. So for me, I blink my eyes for four days. <laughs> for me, if my family is not at least a four-hour plane ride away, that's too close for me. Like for yeah. me, if my if my family could get in the car and drive here, I gotta move somewhere farther away. See, like you would have to get on an airplane. Like that's too close for comfort for me. I love my family from afar, 
and they love me from afar and we have a mutual respect. And when they want to come visit, they call me and they tell me when they want to fly in and I approve or deny, yeah. you know? So I don't understand that culture. I think it's beautiful. I think family is beautiful and having people that are there for you is beautiful. But again, support is more important to me. Like supporting yeah. me and um, giving me motivation to do things and just being positive. Yeah. Like I think that's more important than having family close by because you can have family right next door and they will be negative all the time, right? They yeah. will be so negative to your goals and your dreams. They will be absolutely no support to you at all. They'll be right next door. They might even be in the same house and they're doing yeah. nothing for you mentally to help you move forward. So I, I think that having them close is great, but having their support is better. And like you said, Armando finally got to say, look, you weren't supportive of me. You weren't there for me when I needed you guys and I was coming out. You guys acted as though I wasn't a part of your family. So it's yeah. like, now that I have a family, I built my own family and we love each other and support each other. Please don't tell me what we can and can't do. And yeah. I agree with that. Yep. I was very, very happy you got to say that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad he finally got a backbone, but he did have Help me prove a point tonight that I was telling y'all the truth about Mexico City. Oh, if you yeah. have to hide, um, hide your money, like he did, I mean, you had to make a. They made a pocket in the um the rug or the whatever yeah. you call them thing in the yeah. jiggers in the floor in the car. You know, you know, y'all know my English goes. You in know, the floor mat. yeah, that that's what yeah. you call it. Um, you. you know that if if you got to do that. Come on. That see, that is extreme. And then his mom said that she's only been there once before, and, and she, she got, felt like she got robbed. Yes, and she felt like her purse was going to get stolen, and she was just scared. So I, you have proven that point that it is very dangerous. I think that Kenny wants the closest thing that's going to remind him of being in Tampa, Florida, and I think Mexico City is going to look and feel the most like Tampa, but in it's not Tampa. Right, yeah. like the crime rate is so much higher, and I think where they are in Les Miserons or Les Miserons, I think it's it's much safer, and it's a better. And I thought they bought that condo. Like it's a better place. It's yeah. accepting. Um, they don't have any issues being a same-sex couple. I just think that they are four hours away from his family. So if they do need to interact with the family, you can drive there in one day, less than one day. Like I don't know. I just feel like moving to Mexico city is too ambitious for them and i yeah. feel like if they were to do it it might jeopardize their relationship i feel yeah. like it might be a strain that they're not capable of withholding like keeping it together because i feel like armando and him this is like the one subject where they really do clash they really do they really argue because we don't ever see them argue we know that they get along well they love each other there's no issues this is the one thing where i feel like they're never gonna see eye to eye I don't know. I have a feeling that Armando is going to cave and just do it. I think they're going to end up there. But why wow. is my question? They have a beautiful home yeah. in La Mission. I mean, they have an ocean view. Yeah. Why would you want to change an ocean view I think for <laughs> concrete? I don't. Right? I don't. I, I, it's, and also jeopardizing your safety and Hannah's safety, Hannah has to go to school. What if there's no buses? Hannah would have to walk on the streets to get back and forth. Like, why would you want to go through that when they're in such a safe community? Kenny's retired, first of all. So he'll be taking to and from school. 
Armando's going to do it for two reasons. He's going to do it to stick it to his mom, and he's going to do it to make Kenny feel like he owes him something so that he'll adopt the baby. Mm, that's true. That's true. It's a, it's a, um, a give and take. Yeah. If he gives in and say, okay, well, we'll do this for you, and then he's going to say, well, now yep. I want something from you. And then you kind of have to cave in because when you make someone – compromise well beyond their um, comfort level, you do feel like you have to go out of your way to make that better. Yeah. I, the I do obligation feel like that. Feel. Yeah, the obligation yeah. huge. I mean, maybe that's the plan all along. I think that they're probably being too ambitious with the baby thing, though. Like, I feel like I agree. neither one of them. And I know Armando's only 34 years old, but a baby, though, I think, I think that's the only reason Armando would say yes to moving. Why do you want to raise your baby in a dangerous place? Yeah. Right? Like, I, yeah. I'm... It's, Babies it's are, are, the, are the best, one of the best gifts that you could ever have. You know, kids are. But no. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. I don't, uh-uh. Yep. I want them I want so I can spoil them and then send them home. Yeah. I don't want no more my own i want i love babies don't get me wrong i love me some babies i love all the the loves the hugging the kisses you know slobbering all i love it but i want to be able to send them back home well, he <laughs> has grandbabies you know like, yeah they don't have to own you know book a nice little trip to tampa and go see the grandbabies and take them to the disney world you know take them to the sea world and then you get back on that plane and head back to Mexico to your yep. to your home with Hannah because Hannah's about to be a teenager. You don't have yep. to deal with none of that baby stuff anymore. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I think that they're being a little ambitious with that. And I think that they should do an on-the-job preview with the baby. You remember when we were in school, they would give you like a little baby and it cried? Like an mm -hmm. on-the-job preview to teach us how bad it was. I don't think they do that now. Yeah. They should. That's what they should order do. They should. Yeah, they should get like a little baby and keep it for a day or two. I don't know how that works, you know, logistically, but like just so they can see the amount of work that they're yeah. putting in because Armando was living with his entire family on one property with Hannah and her mom. So Armando probably didn't lift very many fingers when it came to raising her when she was a baby. I'm just going to say that having a grandmother, his mom right there on the property, he probably didn't do much at yeah. all. I think that he's being really ambitious, thinking that he's going to be raising a baby with just Kenny. And Kenny is about to be, what is he, 59 years old, I believe? 60, I think. 60, yeah. I don't think Kenny is going to be a that is way, That's way too old uh, to be having a baby. I know. I mean, you, you got to cut it off at a certain age. That's the perfect grandpa age where you just, you spoil them, you bring over presents, you take them out for the afternoon, and then you drop them back off right yep. that's the perfect age to do that that's that's not where you want to be changing diapers at 60 yeah. years old getting like, up no. every two hours yeah. <laughs> right like around like, the clock no i don't miss those days me either <laughs> so julio has introduced kirsten to his whole family and his whole family was grilling her and he found out well, she found out that it's a possibility that he does not want to live with her. He wants to move all the way to the Netherlands on the other side of the world. 
but there's an actual possibility where he wants to live separately. But I don't think he really does. I think what I've noticed with Julio is he listens to other people's opinions because he doesn't really have an opinion. Yeah. And whatever people say to him, he kind of goes along with because his friend was like, oh, well, y'all have fought before. So how do you know you can live together? Like, oh, I don't know, mind your damn business. Like, yeah. how about they lived together for two months already? How about it was his idea yeah. to move all the way over there because he let his family and friends make it seem like Kirsten was the one who's pulling him away when he was the one who decided to move to her. And the fact that he didn't correct them really irritated me because she's yeah. sitting there feeling attacked and interrogated. And all he has to do is say, well, no, she didn't actually pressure me to move to the Netherlands. She didn't, this isn't her idea, it was my idea. It was never an option for her to come here. We never discussed it, I never asked her, but then sit at that table and say, it probably would be a good idea for her to come over here for a few months. Since yeah. when? When was this, when, when did this happen other than just now and someone put that thought into your head? Yep. You need to be a free thinker. And I think that Julio is not a free thinker. Whatever people tell him to do sounds good and he goes with it. That is not going to fly. You want to marry Kirsten? Here's an idea. Do what you said you were going to do with her and stop listening to other people. Because at this point, she's ready to get a plane ticket back home and say, screw this. Because why is she in New Jersey right now trying to figure out and meet the family of a man that she doesn't even think wants to live with her yep. at this point? Like, why is she even there? She has made it very clear America is not her dream. Yep. She doesn't want to be here. And then when he walks out of the house, he's like, oh, look, that's a gunshot. That's a yeah. bullet hole where the person yeah. across the street from me got shot. And then he's like, do you want to stay here for a few months? Hell no, she yeah. doesn't want to stay here. She probably wants to leave now. Yeah. I, I, I don't even want to stay there. Who wants to stay in a place where you can be standing in your own house and get shot? No one. Yes, no one. Thank you. No one. No. He literally said his mom was standing in the kitchen 15 minutes later, literally. And she said in her country, you can't even have a gun. Yeah. So this is unheard of, right? Like to see that you could be sitting, minding your own business and get shot in your own home while trying to cook your breakfast is completely insane. And then to yeah. say, hey, well, why don't you stay here and see if you want to, you know, stay here in, instead of where you live? Why would she want to do that? First of all, you went over there, you liked it. You said to her, I would come here. Why are you changing your mind? I can't stand flip flop people. Yeah. Like, why are you changing your mind? You let her get on a plane, fly all the way over here under the impression that you were okay with it. And now somebody put some doubt in your head and now she feels like she's wasting her time because you literally don't know what you want to do now. Yeah. I, I lost all respect tonight. I just. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not too happy with, with Julio, Julio, whatever you want to call him, but I'm not happy with him right now. Yeah. I, I can't stand the way that he treats the women in his life, the way that he treats them. He just, he doesn't tell them the truth. And then when he does tell them the truth, he does it in such a, a hurtful way. Yeah. Like the way that he left this information out in front of her and a random friend that she's never met. And he's making it seem like, oh, I'm going to take this person's advice over yours. This my family or this my friend. These people are more important to me. I'm going to take what they feel to heart, even though they've been talking for over a year, never had this conversation, never even made it made her feel like it was a possibility that they couldn't get along. And it's like, and they he keeps putting her on the spot. You answer the question. You answer the question. You need to talk more. You need to, like, stop that shit. 
she doesn't need to answer your question the questions that are being asked to you that's that's your family you answer those freaking questions you're the one that didn't have the balls to tell him that's his and he that's his. he didn't even have the he didn't even have the um enough respect for her to even defend her whenever yeah. they were asking the the questions and he was gaslighting her tonight Absolutely. you know yeah. let me be in a relationship with someone and their family try to disrespect me and they don't stand up for me well i'm gonna punch you in the face and i'm gonna get up <laughs> and i'm gonna walk out and that's the end of that because you're gonna if you're gonna allow that you know what i'm saying because i first of all i've got a really bad temper sometimes mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying I, i'm very short circuit yeah. and if you're going to sit there and let anybody i don't care who it is friends family a total stranger if you're going to let them disrespect me or try to gaslight me and you're going to sit there and you're going to be on their side you're going to defend them well then you can stay there with them i don't yeah. need you i agree Plain and simple. i think that she's really seeing a different side of him when he's around his friends and his family he's a different person and the way that he's so easily influenced by other people. He he knows what he wants, but then when he hears what other people question what he wants, he questions himself. Yep. And I feel like that's a scary situation to be in. You're in a relationship with someone who doesn't know what they want. They can be influenced either in either direction by literally anyone. I think that she should run, right? I feel like she should run. Yeah. Yes. Get on an airplane, get on the next airplane and go back home. Yep. He ain't yeah. worth it there is no reason why she should be dealing with what she's dealing with and then first hearing about it too and i feel like he's a good for that first hearing about it here their family hears about her three weeks before she arrives then she arrives she first hears oh maybe we shouldn't live together she first she keeps getting all this new information he just drops new information on people and only because he has to only because it he doesn't want to drop new information on anyone it's because it comes out and there's no other choice and he has to drop that information and then they're trying to deal with the fact that he's flip-flop like he's just i don't know it, i don't I'm, I'm very bothered by him and the way he treated his own mom like not telling her what was going on and she knew he's calling her on facetime from the netherlands lying to her well not lying but she's like who's another person oh just my friend nobody nobody yeah. i just like he's he moves the way he moves i just don't like right yeah, he's hateful well whenever she found out that he had not even told his family about her she should have got on the plane then and went back home yeah i mean and then he sat there and said in front of his mom that he didn't say anything because um he didn't know that it was that they were going to work out that they were legit how are you not knowing that y'all were legit or going to work out when you live together for two months yeah. and then you invite her to come over. You've been talking for a year and you're still not sure. And then you're talking about doing your residency in the Netherlands, moving over there with her. And then now you're saying that you don't know if you want to live with her. You may want to live separate. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. That, I agree. That's, that's too much. That that right there just gave me whiplash. Yeah. So. yeah. He's got no clue what he wants, nowhere what he's already applied for citizenship, by the way. Yeah. But has no clue if he even wants to live with her. Like I, I don't understand him at all. And I feel like he doesn't understand himself. I feel like there's a lot going on in his mind and it's just racing craziness. Right? I feel like it's just so off the wall, wishy washy yeah. with this guy. Yeah. I agree. And then he was talking about that 
they could have their own plate their own homes like separate apartments but he still wants to sleep in the same bed with her so what you're saying is you want to be a free man over there but you want to have a booty call yeah that's what i'm hearing yeah that's, yeah, that's what i'm hearing too because if he has his own place he could also bring other girls home right yeah. That's the only difference, because what's the difference? The only difference is if you live together, you can't bring anybody else home because she'll know. But if you live separately, you could say, oh, I'm busy tonight, and you could go out and do what your single man stuff, mm -hmm. and she won't know what you're doing because you have a separate place of residence. That's what I see. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking about, but if you can't live with somebody, what's the point of moving to another country to be with them? You know, yeah, like, if, if you just want to be friends, just be friends. You know, if he wants to move to the Netherlands and move to the Netherlands and leave her out of it, she doesn't own the Netherlands. He can still yeah. move there if he wants to, but don't make her think you're moving there for her if you just want to live there. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. They, that is crazy. No, as soon as I would have found out that he was keeping me a secret, I would have left. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no reason. Okay, so brandon and mary so brandon has arrived in where are they at i keep getting this philippines. wrong the philippines. the philippines brandon's arrived in the philippines and he meets um mary's grandfather grandmother and brother and he doesn't tell the grandfather the grandfather kind of asked about like what did you do when you saw her and you know he didn't lead on to what actually happened but we actually find out that there won't be any hanky panky because Mary does not want to be intimate with him until she's married, but we actually found out she doesn't really want to be intimate with him at all, right? Because we noticed when they went into the bedroom, because, okay, so they're on the FaceTime call 24-7, and they're using the bathroom on the FaceTime call. They're having phone sex, but when they get into the bedroom, they can't even change clothes in front of each other. She leaves yeah. the room, so they change separately, and then she's got him sleeping this way on the bed. She's sleeping that way. And there's this really weird nervousness and like feeling of uneasy being around each other. What's going on? I'm confused. Why is this? Because they've clearly been doing things on the phone. What's going on? She talked a big game and now she's scared. And he gonna find out that she's not a virgin. Yep. Well, wait, she doesn't know that he's not a virgin? No, he. She knows that he's not a virgin, but he thinks she's a virgin, oh, and we all know I gotcha, I gotcha. he's not okay, a virgin. Okay. Yeah, because I was like, I think she knows he's not. But oh, another question. So this house, right? This is his house because the grandparents' house was destroyed in a typhoon, and they're living in his house. So he has to ask them permission to sleep in a room of his of his own home. Yeah, that's is that weird. what was going on? That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, because I would have been like, look, this is my house, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, he paid for the house. He said that he sent between 40 and 60K for the house. Also, can we talk about the bug situation? So I saw some spiders that were basically the stuff nightmares are made of. Like, I saw some spiders, and I saw some lizards that looked too big to be around people. Yeah. And there was just, what, what's up with this bug situation? And she made the comment, you know, this isn't America. This is the Philippines. We don't live that. What is the deal with bugs, though? It, isn't it how your house is built? Because I'm pretty sure if you just um, seal it off really well, 
bugs can't really get in. I don't know. I've never built a house. But she made the comment as though this is a normal thing for homes in the Philippines. Why don't they seal the houses better to keep the bugs out? Especially when you when you paid as much for it as you did. Like, it should have been perfect. Yeah, it should have been a freaking mansion. Yep. Like, central heat there and all. Yep. Well, I'm I'm positive that the money that he sent, barely half of it actually went to that house. Like, I'm almost positive. We haven't gotten there yet, but I'm pretty sure that's probably a $15,000 house. If and then that. The other, like, if that, right? And then the other, like, $15,000, $20,000 got spent somewhere else. I don't know where, because I didn't see, like, a whole bunch of crazy nice stuff. She did have a nice um TV um and set up or whatever but we're not talking twenty thousand dollars worth of stuff right i haven't seen where the money went specifically but i don't think it went into the house no. i'm just gonna be honest with you i was expecting for for 40 to sixty thousand dollars at least a couple of floors i was i was at least gonna see some sealed off roofs windows a few floors you know and she said that they don't have hot water. They did have running water, but they don't have hot water. So I'm just going to say for 40 grand, you're going to have hot water, right? Yeah. I, I think a hot water heater, it's like $8,000, right? I'm pretty sure you can get a hot water heater in your house. It might even be cheaper than that. It's been a minute since I bought one. But I'm pretty sure it was like 8000 I just bought a hot water heater and it was $500. Wait, how? Did a you install water, it yourself? A hot water heater? It was 500 bucks. But but yeah, how I have the face ones to install it though. How did oh, we installed it? it took oh, you did minutes. it yourself. It takes ten minutes. You unscrew the things on the back, pull it out, put the new one in, screw the things back on, and you're good to go. Oh, so we're talking about like five hundred dollars. Okay, so uh, yeah, so they, <laughs> she didn't um she didn't spend the money on the house like she said she did. I, I'm waiting to see like what the money was spent on. Oh, the brother was driving a car. I did notice that. So maybe. Maybe they bought the car with the money yeah. because the brother went and got him from the airport and they were driving but a car. He doesn't live there with him, I thought. He lives with his girlfriend and their kids because they disowned him yep. because he had children outside of marriage. Interesting. Okay. Well, I don't know. That's what they said last week. Yeah. But that's not to say that she didn't give him the money for it. Well, I mean, yeah, true, but I don't know. It nothing's adding up there at all. I, I don't know. So that that whole situation was something, but the 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 problem with me, I was just like the fact that she acts like she doesn't want to touch him because I think I talked about this before. I was like, what if he built them a house and he funded their life for the past four years or whatever, and not four years, I'm sorry, two years. And what if she decides to just get rid of him? That's their house. They got all of this money and support from him. What if she just decides that she doesn't want to be with him and sends him back? Because that was the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, well, he paid for the house, but it's not in his name. He yeah. can't have it. All of the money that he sent to, to support them, he can never get back. What if she just decides when he gets there, she doesn't want him and she tells him to go back home? What is he supposed to do? Yeah. Like, where is he supposed to go? Because he's there with no money. He spent all of the money that he had sending it to them. Like, what would be the plan if she decides that, you know, like, eh, 
he's not what I wanted. Or maybe she was using him the whole time. Maybe he was never what she wanted. Maybe she yeah. never was attracted to him. Maybe she was talking to him and keeping him locked in because the money was getting sent regularly. You're like, I don't know what the deal is. And when she wouldn't touch him and she acted like she didn't even want to lay next to him, it really, it really hit me hard. I was like, there's something fishy about this situation. The fact that she didn't even want to like look over and see his face. She had his face all the way on the other side of the bed. That's weird. Yeah, yeah she had, she has a guilty, she has a guilty conscience about something. Yeah. I think it's, he don't, she doesn't want him to, to figure out she's not a virgin. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I, mean, I could be wrong, but... Would he be able to figure it out, though? I mean, I yeah. would think so. You would know that? Uh, yeah. yeah. He's not a doctor. You don't have to be a doctor. George, do we need to have a phone conversation after the Maybe live? Maybe we should talk about that. Explain it to you. Yes. Maybe we, I, I we should, because I didn't realize that you would just know right away. A man knows when a woman is not a virgin. Yes. 100%. In, oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> I didn't realize have, that. Have I didn't realize ever that. Heard the, okay, George, have you ever heard the term pop your cherry? Yes. <laughs> yes. When, when he goes and there's no cherry, done deal. But, Here's but, your sign. Is it like obvious that that's what's happening? Yeah. Oh, okay. Very. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> he would know. Yeah. If, if a guy is with a girl or woman, claims they're a virgin, then that, that cherry's going to get popped. And if the cherry don't get popped, then they weren't a virgin. Well, Maybe Brandon wouldn't know. I don't know. Like, like he's kind of naive. Like, right, pineapple. I think he's kind of naive. So it's very possible that she could say it happened and it didn't. I don't know. I don't feel like he's very perceptive. I don't know. I feel like he's not necessarily someone who notices everything. He probably, I mean, him being him, he probably wouldn't notice. He seems very oblivious to a lot of things well right i feel like he's definitely someone who misses things I like in hot underwear to accentuate his bulge <laughs> right thank you thank you underwear, when the underwear come off don't you think that it's going to be like lies that was all lies <laughs> right that, all i had to say was he the water was cold yep well, what is it? An another thing, what does the bulge matter if they were actually going to do the deed? That's exactly wouldn't she, wouldn't she, yeah, like, wouldn't she just know because you're going to do the, like, what does the appearance matter, right? Because it's, you're going to, I don't know. That was confusing to me, too. That's why I think it's possible that he wouldn't notice yeah. that because I, I don't think that, okay, so another thing that came to my mind was, too, I was like, how is oh, it that God. The banana and the dough. With the jelly. <laughs> <laughs> There's the best explanation right there. The donut oh my lord, you gotta read the that. Donut. Don't have jelly filling in the donuts. <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it. Oh my goodness, that's the best explanation. Thank you, Portuguese princess, for the very vivid explanation. I definitely understand. Oh, also, 
how is it that Brandon is of not a virgin, but Nicola is? Nicola's not no virgin. Come on now. We all know that. He's not a virgin. He claims that he is saving himself for marriage and God. And I don't know. It, it just was weird and to me. I was like, <laughs> I feel like Brandon is very naive in the fact that he's been around the block. It was a little confusing to me. And also the fact that he thinks that Mary has not been around the block shows like his level of naive and how easy it is to convince him of things because she's 22 years old, yeah. right? And there's no chance that she has not, I don't know, see that's, that's gonna come across. People are gonna take that out of context. I don't wanna say that, but I'm, I'm, there's a, it's very high possibility that she has definitely been around the block, yeah. right? Like if he's been around the block, we this guy brandon right like we i don't want to say but he's been around a block. like there's no chance like she's definitely been around a block and i think that he's very naive the fact that he sent all this money for the house and didn't like get updates on what was being done with each check you know like that's that shows his level of naive like he was just like oh i'm just gonna blindly send all this money and she said that this is what's happening and then kind of like what happened with um tj and Kimberly, like Kimberly, yeah, because I was like, that's kind of like what happened with her. She was just under the impression that the apartment looked good and he was following the directions that she asked and then she got there and it wasn't. I kind of feel like that's what's going on with Brandon. And so oh, anyway, let's talk about TJ and Kimberly because watching this episode with Kimberly was hard for me because she gives me, all right, so Ariella vibes. Ariella and Vinny, yeah. do you get Ariella vibes yeah. from her? Like, like a big whiny baby and like yeah. nothing is ever gonna please her. She's gonna, I feel like Kimberly is gonna end up back in the United States. There is no chance that she is gonna be able to adapt to living in India with TJ and his family in that apartment. There's no chance. Like maybe if she was to get her own place and they could live separately from his family, possibly, and then she would have to pick it out and probably have him build it himself. Like, there's no way. And the fact that she blew up so much over an unfinished apartment, there's clearly stuff that needs to still be done. So all she had to do was make notes of what she hated and say, hey, when they come back, let's correct these things. But the fact that she acted like such a spoiled American brat, yeah, it just really made me have a bad taste in my mouth. I was like, is this what people think that we act like in the United States? Because this is their representation of us, right? So I was like, is this, he had to go to his family and like literally cry because mm -hmm. she was so disrespectful. And apparently calling him a dick is like blasphemy in their country. And you know, we use these words over here a little loose, right? Like we use these words pretty loosely. Okay, but wait, when she explains what dick means, it means testicles. No, it doesn't, girl. Whoa, yeah, what that is, is that? that was confusing too. What the hell is she talking about? I, I was also screaming at the TV because I was like, yeah. so nobody, no producer or anyone said, hey, that's not what that means. Those are two <laughs> different things. Like, where's the anatomy lesson here? What is she yep. talking about? But life is going to be horrible. If there is even a sex life, right? Like, because I was getting the the Gino and Jasmine feel like, 
who's gonna want to have sex with somebody who's like whining and complaining 99% of the day, right? Like she is when so he, whiny all the time. When he asks if she wants the D and she's thinking she's gonna get smacked in the face with some balls, <laughs> it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be like, I didn't know that that was. Wow. I, wow. So, oh, I do want to say this though. I didn't like how he went to his family to complain about her, even though she was wrong and she needed this. I do think when you're married or you're in a relationship or you're, I don't care what it is, you're seeing someone, every time you have a problem, don't go to other outside sources and complain about that person. Because look, they're going to be living together. Say this works out. They're going to be married. They're going to be living together with their family, her, his family. Well, it'll be all their family. And he's going to want them to get along. He's going to want yeah. his mom and brother and his brother's wife, them all to have a good relationship. So running to them the day she gets there and saying all of the horrible things that transpired between you two within that two hour period, they're never going to forget that she was speaking that disrespectfully, yeah. you know, in their culture. They're not going to forget. So let's say six months down the road, everything is good. TJ and Kimberly are happily married. They're thinking of having kids the family still remembers when she acted like a horrible, terrible brat and was screaming and, and having a temper tantrum in their house. They're never going to forget that. So I always hate when people go directly to friends and family to complain about the person that went. Only do that if you're going to break up. Yeah. That's the only time it's okay. Because your friends, even like you tell your friend, and then two months later, everything is fine. Then you all go out together and have dinner. Your friend is going to side-eye the person because they remember that conversation where that person was yelling yep. at you and screaming at you and calling you names. Even though you've forgiven them 100%, things are fine, your relationship is probably in the best place it's ever been in, your friends and family are still looking at that person for what they did. Yep. So I didn't like the fact, it gave me submit vibes, right? Like, I didn't like the fact that you went straight to his mom and started complaining to her. And I was like, no, because your mom and your wife need to be close because in your culture, they're like this. So giving her a bad impression of her on the day she gets here, that's not going to help this. Yeah. That's not going to help this at all. The relationship they need to build, you should only bring to your mom positive traits because she already yeah. agreed to a love marriage, which they don't like to do. So don't give her a reason to doubt herself, you know? He's, already put, a, he's already put a bad taste in their mouth. Yep. So, I mean, but you can't help, you couldn't help but to hear them anyway. I mean... Even when they were downstairs talking, yeah, you could still hear them talking. Like, so I'm just imagine if she's up there screaming at him, they're gonna know that they're fighting. Yeah, but she is. I mean, she didn't even take. I mean, acknowledge that you know he was trying to have it somewhat finished by the time she got there. She was. I mean, yeah. she's so ungrateful. At I least she had a bed to sleep yeah. in. I mean, yeah. I would have just punched her in the face. <laughs> Called it a punch in the face so many times. Yeah. You know what? Over there you might legally be able to do that. Really? I don't know. Yeah. Don't Maybe no, don't quote me. I'm just joking. I don't know that. I don't know that. Don't quote me. <laughs> I have no idea. Don't quote <laughs> me. Just I was just joking. Our ticket right now. <laughs> I don't know that. I was just joking. I was just in some countries you can though. Yeah. But I don't know that that's the case over there. Yeah, I know. Like but, in the, um, and then she was talking about how cold it was. There was no 
you know, there's no windows or whatever, well, um, put a blanket or a curtain or something over the window. Like, I mean, put on extra clothes, cover up, get a I heating mean, blanket. I mean. She's been there five minutes, okay? Yeah. Like, I moved from Ohio to Florida. Like, the second I got here and I got off the plane and I was driving to my house, it was like a hundred degrees, right? But I was like, I've been here five minutes. Oh, and then there, I was in. It took me over an hour to get here because of traffic. It's like, but I've been here five minutes. I'm not gonna start complaining five minutes after I get here, right? And I feel like the second that plane hit the ground, those wheels hit the ground, she just started finding every issue she could find with being yep. there. And she kept saying, "This is what pissed me off." She kept saying. I've given up everything to be here. I'm giving up everything. I'm compromising so much. And I was like, nobody told you to do none of that. He literally said five minutes ago, don't marry me. Like, if that's how you really feel, why no one forced you. You were not forced. You were not intimidated. You were not held at gunpoint. You decided to leave your home where you were born and lived to come over here. I don't like that when they just keep saying that over and over. Like, well, I did this for you. Yeah. So you should do this for me. He did not ask you to leave everything. No one ever does that. People rarely will say, hey, will you give up your whole life and do this for me? People rarely do that. People come to agreements to do that, but not one person ever really asks another person, hey, will you quit your job, leave your life, leave your family, do everything, and just do this for me? No one does that. But I'm so, in, you know, in the meet in the middle situation. I feel like he's more than met in the middle. So you gave up your house and all that shit so you could move. Well, he took out a second mortgage so that he could build this place for you, you ungrateful little brat. I mean, right? Like, yeah. Seven years. He's going to be paying on this. Because let's just say, worst case scenario, they don't even work out. He's still going to be paying on this apartment yeah. way after her. Yep. That's the initiative and compromise that he made because he could have told her, you're going to you're gonna sleep on the floor next to my dad. That's yep. exactly yeah. what he could have said. As long as there was a place for her to go, that was all of the effort he really had to show, Yeah. right? It's not his responsibility to build her a house you know, from the ground up. He still took that initiative, took out a seven-year loan, put his own hard work in place. She sent $0, by the way, towards this apartment that is hers. She's just entitled to the fact that somebody's supposed to build her an apartment. Like, everything about her rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. I get strong, strong Ariella vibes yeah. from her. Just that entitlement. Yeah. She was over there for like a year with him. So she knows what the culture is. She knows how they live. She knows how the homes are built. I mean, and, and his mom even said that that's not America, that the homes are built different over there. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to, you know, find, um, you know, a nice, nice home over there like you do here. So yeah. if she was over there for a year, she knows how the homes are built. She knows how everything is. She knows how the culture is. Why is it now just being a issue? It's, it's a problem. Yeah. yeah. She set an unreasonable expectation, and she had no reason to believe that it would. Because we saw the part of the house where his family lived. It looked yeah. just the same as the apartment. So I'm trying to understand where her unreasonable expectation was. Maybe she was staying in, like, Airbnbs or hotels when she was there. I don't know. Like, why does she feel that the housing situation be different? The first time that she saw his family's home was not when she arrived to move in. I guarantee you that she has met 
his mother and been in that family home before. So where was these unreasonable expectations from? Like, where did she think that she was going to get a brand new, new build apartment that she was going to move into? And she had all of these lists of things that she wanted. And it was like, he's funding this out of his own pocket. Like, you're not sending him any money. You're not putting your money together, even though it's your, both of your apartment, you're not helping, right? It's just like, her expectations are ridiculous and the fact that she was sitting she was sitting on top of that desk like this pouting i was yeah. just like she looks like a child yep she literally yeah. looks like a grown adult child she's sitting on this desk angry pouting in the middle of the room pissed off because somebody built an apartment for her and it doesn't look good enough yeah. i was like you are really making us look bad yep we're in a freaking onesie crying like a baby she was she uh she, god well, the sage pit didn't help. Um, didn't help her at all because she was walking around saying, um, spreading love and light or something like that, or kindness or something or other. I don't know what she was blabbering, but anyway, as soon as he walked in, and he was gonna let the day before go, he yeah. was gonna try to fix it. He walks yeah. up there, he tries to be nice to her, and she has a cocky attitude. Yep. And definitely, he even said that he offered during the night for her to go downstairs and sleep with them where it was warm. Yes. And she was like, no, because she didn't want to sleep in there with all 12, 12 people. Well, you must not have been too cold. Yep. I mean, he, what was the thing about, yeah, Portuguese princess, she said something like he should have had toilet paper. So was there no toilet paper? I missed that part. She, yeah, she made the comment. Yeah, there's no toilet paper. The toilet didn't work. There's no running water. Well, yeah, but all none of that. Because all of the stuff in the family home worked, right? Yeah. So, yeah, she could have just took her ass downstairs and used their bathroom and used their warm water because he never said that the apartment was finished. Yeah. He never exactly. said that. He wanted to show her the progress that was made. Yep. He never said this was the finished product. And then he even said last week, he was like, if there's anything you want to change, let me know and we can change it still on his dime she's not offering to pay nothing he was still trying to make it better even the day before because he was like well these are just regular everyday people who helped build this that i paid you i didn't hire a contractor or an engineer you know this is just they built an apartment on the roof of our house you're not getting you know a brand new structure you know that this is what yeah. you got so if you want to change anything he was going to say look go make a list of the things you want to change i felt like she just wanted to fight yeah everything that he tried to do to defuse the situation she went and exasperated the situation worse because i was like he's trying to make it better and she's like just acknowledge that you messed up acknowledge that you're not a good person acknowledge that you're ruining this and acknowledge that i gave up and i was like you didn't give up anything though like he doesn't have to acknowledge that you gave up your life there because he didn't ask you to do it yeah i don't know i just didn't like her attitude and i feel like bringing him to tears within like two hours of arriving isn't a good sign. Yeah. Like it's not a good sign for a healthy marriage. Yeah. No, she's, I mean, flat out. She's a, she's a narcissist that, I mean, yeah. cause a narcissist always dumb gaslights you and then tries to make it look like it's your fault yeah. and wants you to um, say you did or said something when you didn't. Yeah. She so, demanded, demanded him yeah. admit 
whatever she wanted him to admit. And that was definitely a narcissist move. It's like, if he hurts you, then he hurts you. He doesn't have to say it out loud. He already apologized. Yeah. He literally had already apologized. What's the point of admitting it now? He said, I'm sorry. He even offered for you to go and sleep where it was well. Like, he already remedied the situation. So why do you need to have him admit anything? It's like she wants to be in control and in power. And I don't know how that's going to work because in India, the women are very, very submissive to the men. Yep. So how are you going to be in control of him? That's not how it's going to work. Their relationships have never worked that way. Nope. Women are in control when they have sons. They're in control of those sons, but that's it. Also, another thing she said was when she started throwing her fit, she, in the very beginning, and he was in there, she's like, I told him I was appreciative. He says I don't appreciate it. I told him I was appreciative. No, you never when said she, Never. She, said she nope. never said she was appreciative. Nope. She never said that. She nope. said a lot of shit. Yep. But she never said, I appreciate anything yep. that you've done. She literally said that the sink was outside of the bathroom, that the doors were not the same length, that there was a window facing the bathroom. Hey, Kimberly, I have two windows in my bathroom. You know what I did? I put up curtains. Yeah. That's what I <laughs> yeah, it's really I bought some curtains and now nobody has to watch me shower. That's how simple that was. <laughs> you don't have to argue with anybody over it. You don't have to scream at anyone. You have to call anyone stupid. You go to the damn Walmart and you buy some curtains and you hang yep. them up and boom, you have a usable bathroom now. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And then, yeah, I mean, go. over there, you, the homes, just throw a towel. The homes aren't built like over here. Yeah. Well, yeah, she had expectations, which I don't know why, because she lived there for a year. She saw the conditions. Yep. You have to understand if you're in a country and consistently you go different places and the conditions are the same, why would it be any different when you get there to live? The conditions are the same pretty much everywhere you go, unless you're in like a high-end hotel or, you know, like a high-end rental property. Those conditions might be a little different, but those are usually unaffordable for people to just live in. That's for people who come to visit. Obviously, those people aren't adapting to conditions because money talks. Yeah. Everyone can't afford to live in those. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Maybe she thought because she's, you know, she's from America, she was moving over there, that they would do things a little different. Well, if she's not locking the apartment, just imagine how she's going to flip a switch at the wedding. Yep. Yeah, the wedding that oh, she did. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about that. The yeah. No control over. Oh, my God. Especially, she's going to show up. Because she's already saying that she didn't want to get married in a red dress. Yep. But all Indian women are, you know, the Indian oh. women that I know and what I've seen on TV, they get married in red dresses. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, they're beautiful. I mean, dang, them them dresses are they're gorgeous. Yeah. So, so when she walks into this wedding, she's just gonna start picking it apart. I know, I know it. Just the way she did to the the apartment, she's gonna walk in and she's gonna like, I don't like the flowers, I don't like this, I don't like this, this is ugly. She's just gonna go out. And I feel like she's gonna offend the hell out of his family because they they planned it and it's gonna be according to their culture. Yeah. So her nitpicking that is gonna leave a real bad taste in his family's mouth because it's it's basically a direct shot at, at a person. When they do something and it's a direct representation of their culture and who they are, 
then you complain and you nitpick it, the mom is going to get really offended. Because yeah. you don't offend people's culture. And I feel like that's the one thing they withhold very strongly in India is their culture and who they are as a people and what they believe. So she's going to rub the family. I've been, she already did rub the family the wrong way. But I feel like it's going to get worse for the wedding. And then her family is going to be there. And let's just say, if her family is anything like her, it's going to get ugly really fast, right? It's going to get ugly really fast. Yeah, That's going to be some oil mixed in with water. Yep. Oh, Portuguese princess says there's no Walmart there, so she'd have to go to the fabric store. There's no Walmarts at all? I thought they were, like, everywhere. I'm going to have to Google that. That's crazy. I I mean... But even the fabric stores over there, I mean, India has got some beautiful clothing. Like, you know, I... I if I mean I would wear it for a couple of minutes, but I would have to get out, you know, take it off really quick because I know it's heavy, it's thick. So oh, yeah, and it's super yeah, and I don't like being hot. It gets super but hot but to show oh. you know, but to none, show respect, none. Holy crap! There's no Walmart's. Walmart is the world's largest retailer, but it is not currently present in the world's second most populous country in India. Good See, I, God. That right there, I couldn't live in India. I gotta, I, I, I gotta I go to Walmart. Say, I, pa- I would pack my stuff. Yeah. Like Walmart <laughs> and a Target, that's that's non-negotiable yeah. for me because sometimes I need a bunch of stuff and I don't want to go to a bunch of places, so yeah. I gotta have that, right? Like that's non-negotiable for me. So maybe she really is compromising. She can't even go to Walmart. Yeah. But the, oh. the fabrics there are gorgeous. They're beautiful. Oh, there's so. Costco. There's Costco. Oh, it says that there's a Costco. So that's Costco's basically a Walmart, right? Basically. I've kind never of, been to a Costco, so I don't know. It's kind of like the Sam's Club. No. Now, it's like, I, and now I love me some Sam's wait, Club not, now. But I've never been. No, it's like it's a wholesale. So you have to buy everything in huge amounts. Oh, so oh no, go, that's not. Yeah, you're right. That's not a Walmart at all. No, you want to go buy a. Uh, uh, pack a, a bag of rice you're getting 10 bags not just oh no one. no yeah it, i know oh so that's thing. no good yeah so still no i'd have to pack my shit and go yeah. that's no good for me and you have to have a membership card so oh oh so no i'm good yeah i just go to walmart yeah okay so this wedding is what's coming up next in their story so i'm excited to see Oh, we were supposed to get a new couple, but we didn't get them. So I'm assuming episode five is when we'll get the new couple. And then I watched the preview and I didn't see them. Didn't, Did you see them in the preview? Yeah, so I was no. confused. They've so only I, showed them one time that I that I remember. Yeah. Right. It's I, I saw them on a, a post on Instagram. And that's yeah. the only time I saw them, right? It's like a dark-haired guy and a dark-haired woman, right? I think he's from Russia, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So I don't know when we're going to meet them, but at some point we're going to meet them and we'll see um, what's going on with this new couple because I'm excited for that. I feel like there's a lot of drama already. I feel like Brandon and Mary are probably going to carry the season, right? I feel like all this craziness between them, the fact that she wouldn't touch him, because I understand that they can't be intimate before marriage, but there's other stuff stuff you can do you know i was raised in the church i know there's other stuff oh yeah so the fact that she didn't want to have nothing to do with him at all and raised a red flag for me because i feel like 
he's put a lot of money into her housing situation. Well, and I was they like, all had all these kisses and stuff at the airport that are forbidden. But then when it's bedtime, they didn't even give each other a little kiss, good night, no hug, no nothing. nothing. It was like Cleo and Christian, yep. right? Like it was nothing. Because yep. I was like, what is happening here? Because she was watching him go to the bathroom. Yeah. So I was like, the fact that she was so turned off by even the thought of looking, like she didn't want to look over in the bed and see his face. She made him go all the way on the other end. So I was like, yeah. this is this is interesting. Yeah, but Cara, didn't you say that you thought that she already had a boyfriend that was one of those boys that she was friends yeah. with? So yeah. I don't know. We're, we're going to revisit your theory, I think, later in the season. Yeah. It's going to, shit's going to hit the fan. Yeah, I think it is. And, you know, we know that his mom dropped the ball and posted wedding photos. But yeah. it doesn't mean that they're still married. That's just what happened when those photos took place. So we don't know, like, what they're doing right this second. Yeah. But we do know that it happened. But I'm pretty sure it had to happen because wouldn't he have to be married to her to stay there? I guess Probably. So, so it, it had to happen. So I don't know if he's in America or, or over there or what. So. I'm ready to see what's going on. And I feel like this season between Kenny and Armando and Johan and Danielle, I think I'm focused more on the new people. Oh, yeah. The new yeah. drama, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm more excited about the new drama. You know, I like Kenny and Armando, but they don't got no real problems. And Danielle and Johan have way too many problems to even pretend to love each other. So I'm just more focused on the new people. So she yeah. for giving me gay vibes. One thing that I saw... Um, I think it was Mac and Chisney that posted it. I'm pretty sure. Maybe it was uh, 90, sips, 90 Day Sips of Real Tea or something. Did you see the names of the friends? It was Their, their actual names are Puddin and Jello. Wait, I missed that. That's what I said. I was like, how did I not see that? See, that's, that's something I should have caught right away. Me too. Puddin and Jello. Hello. Okay. So Portuguese princess thinks that she was, they were giving her gay vibes. I got that too. Yeah. But I've spent time in LA and I know that that doesn't exist. Like depending on where you are, like you just don't know. So I was like, I don't know. The fact that she, cause if they were and she was hiding them from Brandon, it didn't make sense. Right. Cause I was like, the fact that she has to pretend like she doesn't hang out with them makes me think that they're not gay. Yeah. Because if they were, what does it matter? They don't want her. Yeah. Like, they literally don't want her. Like, if they were, who cares? They can hang out with her all day, all night. Nothing's going to happen. They're not interested. Yep. Yeah, and that's going to be an explosion, too, whenever he finds out that she used that as a excuse that the um, internet went out. And not only did she do that, but she cut her phone off. So if the internet got plugged back in, her phone wouldn't cut back on. So well, she didn't right. mind to Brandon. Yeah, she got yeah. to how long the blackout was. Yeah. Because as long as her phone never came back on, he thought that she was still offline. So, yeah, she's very controlling and manipulative, which I think is yeah. interesting because she wants to act all innocent. And I, I just, I can see right through it, right? I can just see right through it. It's going to be interesting how many times the power goes out while he's there. Right? That's what I was going to say. I was like, he needs to monitor the blackouts while he's there yeah. so he can see that she's a liar. She's a liar. She's making this stuff up. But I think that she picked him because of how naive he is. I think that she had her pickings. I think that she could have gotten a different American guy. But I think he was an easy target because yeah. he's easy to manipulate. 
and with his family situation and his mom and growing up without his mom and being homeless and living in, a, I think he is someone that you can tell something and make them believe something easier than someone who hasn't been through those things. Yeah. I think that. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say earlier um, is he's so easy to be um, manipulated because he wants to be accepted so bad. Yeah. Um, that he's willing to to go through anything and to believe anything that anybody says and that's really sad it is yeah. is he wants to be in love and he wants that 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 relationship so bad and i think she took advantage of that she took all that money from him to build the house that we know she didn't spend all that money on a house like i think that she picked him because he was a target that she could get the most out of yeah yeah and i hate that because he wants to be happy in a relationship and have a family so bad. He's the type of person who would overlook a lot, a lot of things as long as he can have that. And I think she's taking full advantage of that. She wants to pretend like she's all innocent and she's not a virgin and she's just not ready. She full of it. I'm just telling you yep. right now, she full of it. Yep. Yep. All right, guys. And, and uh, when, uh, even if, even, if there's not a blackout, he probably is going to forget all about the blackout. And then she's probably going to say, oh, well, we haven't had bad weather. Well, whenever he was in America, y'all had bad weather all the time. Twice a week. Yeah. Right? Twice a week. Yep. Yeah. Like, what happened? Yep. So maybe he'll start putting two and two together. If not, then whenever the tell-all comes, it's all going to come out. Yep. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll be, he'll be able to see firsthand what was going on while he was sitting at home waiting for her to come back online. He'll know what was going on. I'm excited for that, but we went over a lot today. It's interesting yeah. because this episode was good, but I know it was that good. We went over yeah. a lot. So we'll be back next Sunday for before the 90 days because all the people who weren't on this week will be back. So um, Amanda and Rosvon, um, Misha and Nicola and Tyree is gonna meet somebody. Oh, no. yeah. Somebody. So we're gonna be back for that. I'm excited for that. Thank you guys for joining. Yes. Um, please follow my co-host Dee Dee and Cara. They're tagged in this video. Also, follow me at George Massey on all platforms, georgemassey.com. Anyway, get your podcast, type in The George Massey Show. Thanks for joining us, guys, and we'll talk to all of you guys Sunday. Bye. 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 Bye.